Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 66, a little Jacksonville, a little I-70 coming up, uh, we're home this week, getting ready to head to Eldora, so uh, just want to thank everyone for all the t-shirt sales, kind of been uh, busy doing that here the last couple of days, Sarah has, so, uh, I was going to say, who's been busy? Well, you, for sure. <laughs> a bit of an eventful weekend. Uh, you say so. Yeah, just a little. On all fronts. I think it's been one hell of a weekend. It's, we've got it coming from every direction at this point. Um, we could just jump right in, I guess, to Thursday night. Thursday, you raced at Jacksonville. 29 cars. You qualified in the third group. Qualified 17th. You started 6th in the second heat and finished 5th. Put you in the A feature starting 14th. And then we had a DNF with a 21st uh, place scoring um, with about 10 to go. You flipped that big rut gotcha. Would you like to explain that mishap? Yeah, I, I like Jacksonville. Uh, you know, it's a little bit, it's a small, well, it's crazy because we went from Bristol, the biggest track we race on, to Jacksonville, the smallest racetrack that we race on. But uh, I like Jacksonville. We were, I felt like we were decent. We qualified decent uh, 17th. Uh, wish we could uh, step that up about another you know, we need to be in those three heat race programs. We need to be twelfth or better. But uh, you know, like I say, we're. I feel like we're getting some more speed in the car and feeling better. But uh, qualified seventeenth, started uh, sixth in the heat race, and uh, got a pretty decent start. Run fifth and put us in the show. But uh, in the feature, <clears throat> I feel like we were rolling decent early. We were up to eleventh, I believe, and then. Uh, the car really started to fade, and and uh, and I've had that problem here, you know, for the last month or so of of being really really good early and then fading at the end, and just still working on trying to figure out what that package needs to fix that. But uh, I was running the bottom and just started to get free and uh, started to back up. So I thought I'd need to move around and started running the top, and and uh, I knew there was a bump there. Went through it a couple of laps uh, prior to that, and then uh, went through the the one time and just caught me just wrong and. Got upside down. That's part of it. But uh, that was, from your perspective, how was that flip? It wasn't much of a flip. It wasn't really that big a deal. I mean, seemed like it was quite the. Once the wing crushed down around you, that second like barrel roll seemed really tight. I think that's might have been. No, nah, I don't. I mean, it never really hit it that hard or anything. The only thing that actually hurt in the whole thing is when. When uh, I was sitting upside down and Rachel running the running the top of the cage, and pun- and it actually punched the wing inside the cockpit with me and and kind of uh, stuck there. It was you know I couldn't get out. I was kind of trapped in there and uh, woke up the next morning with like road rash on my like, head where the helmet actually rubbed my forehead. It was weird. It's petechia is what it is that you had on your face, which is basically the blood vessels behind your skin received trauma still not quite sure i feel like it was from the flip you think it was from the wing 
Well, it was, baby. Either way, the it's re- gone now. The, so crash, that's good. the crash wasn't even a big deal until I got hit, and then it was a pretty good lick. Yeah. You because looked like was, you had a like a really bad sunburn. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Two or three days. It was very it was strange. But all in all, like I say, uh, Jacksonville um, never disappoints. It's always a good race there. That was such a fun race to watch. I was home that night, and that race down to the last lap, I mean, it was just a great Lots of uh, drama and excitement. Short track racing. Short track racing is probably the better for the fans, for sure. Yeah, they definitely got their money's worth that night. So Then we traveled overnight to I-70. That was kind of a, or I did. Yeah. That was kind of a pretty decent haul. Uh, I think it was about four and a half, five hours overnight. And landed at I-70. I-70 is a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the promoter, I don't even know who that is, that's, actually putting all the money into that place but they've spent a ton of money there i didn't make it over on the grandstand side grandstand side but seen photos and that kind of thing look like they're really making it nice i got to check out all sides of the facility and it was super nice um actually the general manager travis i had to deal with him one night um and they were just all amazing Everybody that worked there was nice. The facility was gorgeous. I really enjoyed going there, and I hope we get to go back and they get to keep making improvements. With it being the first night, of course, there were some hiccups, but uh, that was a great track. And they had those fans, those stands were totally full. Yeah, it yeah, was. It was that, cool. that racetrack is super fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I think they lack a little bit on the prep, but mm-hmm. being the first night with dirt or on the on the dirt track there and uh, you know, they still don't really know what they're doing with it just yet. So they'll get it better. Uh, the more they race there, the the more they'll figure that out and uh, make it for better racing. Because it is fast. It's fast and, and really kind of one lane. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over some stats from Friday and Saturday at I-70. Uh, Friday, 29 cars again. You were in the fourth group for qualifying. Qualified 23rd. That had you starting eighth in Heat 2, and you finished ninth. And then that puts you in the last chance showdown, started eighth, finished fifth, made it to the A, started 23rd. It, that was another DNF, right? You pulled in. Was that a DNF? On Friday, yes. Yeah, okay. So you were scored 24th. So Friday comments? Uh, you know, we qualified, uh, well, I don't even remember what you said now. What did we qualify? 23rd. We were not very good. I remember that uh, just the car didn't seem like it had a lot of speed in it, and uh just wasn't was just off a little bit and uh, we worked on a little bit made a little bit better uh we had a really tough heat race and uh you know just got out of there without any problems and then we uh what do we start eighth in the b and then i believe we run fifth Fifth, right got moving a little bit there in the b and then in the feature honestly uh you i what i make five laps you were laughing at me earlier when I had my shirt off, that uh, you look like somebody took baseballs and threw them at you. Well, all it, over your chest. Well, what it is is those the dirt clods. You know when they because it's a new track and they haven't got all the dirt worked in properly and that's this that and the other. But uh, you know they had huge dirt clods like dirt clods like windrows on the bottom of the racetrack and we have that at some tracks because this is not the first time that I've ever had those bruises. Right. But uh, man, I was getting pelted by softball sized dirt clods. And, uh, you know, it was beating the car all to heck, and, you know, we were in the back anyway, and I thought, you know what, it ain't worth it. So I pulled in and and uh, just lived to run her another day. Yeah, those bruises are uh, pretty substantial. 
It's nuts. I mean, it's it happens weekly, though. You know that. It's Yeah, and I guess you say the adrenaline gets going while you're right, racing, so it doesn't bother you. Um, I Yeah, I, that's another reason I couldn't be a race car driver. Well, that was, It looks very painful. It's not. It's not really that big a deal. I mean, you're, I guess you're just stupid or used to it. I don't know which one. Uh, maybe but, a little bit of both. Oh, right. That's for sure. But uh, like I say, we just pulled in, uh, just didn't want to take the pe- the pounding there. And and uh, just with that racetrack the way it was, I, it was kind of hard to pass. Really not a lot of passing was going on. And thought uh, we'd just pull her in and save to uh, do it another day. Okay. So then we'll move on to Saturday. 27 cars that night. You went out in the second group for qualifying, qualified 16th. Um, let's see. You started sixth in heat one, finished fifth, and then a feature. You started thirteenth and finished twenty second. You pulled in because a wing broke. Well, I wouldn't say the wing broke, but go back to qualifying. Uh, we worked on the car quite a bit on Saturday and felt like we made some gains, and it kind of showed there in in uh, in time trials. So I felt like we were up to speed a little bit, and then started sixth in that heat race and. Actually got a great start and got to fourth and uh, just made a, just kind of overdrove the car a little bit. Made a couple mistakes and uh, ended up fifth or whatever. Actually, was probably going to end up sixth, but uh, ended up uh, David Gravel blew up, so we gained a spot there back to fifth. But uh, we'll take it however we can get it. And starting 13th in the feature, uh, we made some changes, but... We went the complete wrong way with the car, I believe, and then didn't get a very good start. And that car just had no grip. I spun a lot and then uh, ran 25 laps and a caution come out. And under caution, uh, I don't know if it, I'm sure it was starting to do that, but the the wing, uh, the rear wing strap bolt of uh, the bolts came out and the wing fell down. So just pulled in and uh, no time in the work area. The boys didn't get the bolts back in it and uh, didn't get back out there. That was that pretty much in a nutshell so overall racing this weekend racing wise it's a little bit of up a little bit of down i mean felt like yeah i'm not I mean, like I say we're we're lacking consistency with our car we're, but we're definitely learning a lot and getting better and we just got to put all those pieces pizzas pizza 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 are you hungry pe- no pieces <laughs> these pieces together and uh you know hopefully um you know, it's all coming together. Right. Okay. Well, since we went through the rundown, let's take a break real quick and we'll be right back. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars and micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. Well, since you're not going to bring it up, it don't sound like, I guess uh, I will. I was going to bring it up, but I guess we could address the elephant in the room. (laughs) Where's that? (laughs) I don't see it anywhere. Well, I'm sure, I mean, uh, actually, there's been actually a few posts. I can't wait to listen to Wednesdays with Wayne this week, but... uh, I'm sure if you listen to this or you're on social media or you've Unless seen... you've been under a rock and you're a sprint car fan, <laughs> there was a t- tad bit of excitement. Wasn't any weekend. excitement. 
It well, wasn't. I wasn't there, so I missed out. Well, point blank, uh, you know, you get you run your mouth. Sometimes it gets shut. So pretty, pretty plain and simple. That's kind of it in a nutshell, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty plain and simple, but yeah. You know, uh, we don't need to elaborate too much on it, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We've, uh, me and Aaron Reitzel's had a, I don't know what we've had for the last. Tiff. Tiff in the last five, six, seven, eight years. I don't know what he has a tiff with me because, you know, they're way better than I am right now. I'm just trying to get this thing going as good as I can and and do the best we can. You know, they they pretty much outrun us every night. But uh, Well, and you surely didn't try to flip in that rut intentionally by any stretch of the imagination no the problem is is he's just under like i told him to his face that he's under a lot of pressure <clears throat> he's under a lot of pressure with that team and uh, i don't know if he's just trying to take it on at every everybody else or whatever but uh pretty plain and simple i mean uh like i told him he's getting fired because uh, everyone gets fired from the 83 team always have at some point it's happening so uh I'm sure he's got a lot of pressure. I mean, he's got big shoes to fill there because I don't know anyone that's not been that's never drove that car that hasn't been fired. So, but uh, plain and simple, it is what it is. Like I say, it uh, honestly, it's 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 some crazy shit that should never happen. But right, sometimes as a as a grown man, you gotta you gotta take up for yourself and 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 put shit to to bed. And that's kind of what I felt like I did. Maybe if not, if uh, I mean, hell, he's crazy enough that he might run his mouth again, but probably going to get the same, have the same consequences. But with that being said, it's just, you know, it's just stupid shit. It is. It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, he was mad at me for crashing, and then 10 seconds later, he crashed into me. So, uh, well, and I, Donnie, I don't I mean, think it was good uh, manners, I should say. I don't know what the word is to come into someone's car once they've wrecked, like, it made my heart skip a beat because I'm watching from home. And normally another guy gets out to uh, come check on you if you're hurt. And so I didn't really know what was going on to watch that play out. um, Just not cool. In my opinion. Well, it's just, you know what, it's just a respect thing. Um, You know, I respect a lot of drivers out there and uh, and I feel like they respect me, but the, the, you know, the feeling is not mutual there. You know, I think Aaron Reitzel's a great race car driver, mm-hmm. but he's a shitty person. Uh, pretty simple. I haven't I mean, shown you otherwise. So he uh, he he don't respect anyone or anything from what I've seen. So uh, maybe maybe that helped. Okay. Well, um, let's take another break and we'll come back. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, we're back. Question of the week time. 
this week, Slick Rick sent me a message, so he gets priority on questions. <laughs> well, since it's it's coming from overseas, <laughs> yeah, or wherever he is, well, I don't he's know overseas. Where he's at. Okay, yeah. he wanted to know what is your favorite band genre of music you like to listen to while traveling up and down the road. Well, oh, wow, I don't really have a favorite. I listen to a little bit of everything, but uh, you know, I'm a a red dirt country guy. I listen to Stony and those bands a little. Uh, John Party and but uh, you know I also like heavy metal and old guy music. Uh, you know I like <laughs> hair bands. I like a lot of the. Oh ball- yeah, you I do. like a lot of the ballad bands. Uh, if you're gonna ask me what was on my playlist, though, I would say you're gonna get uh, a little bit of Stony Larue, a little John John Party, a little Journey, a little ACDC. Mm-hmm. A little, uh, I don't know, because I like everything. The Eagles and, uh, I don't know, There's I could just go on, but just I'm drawing a blank right now. But yeah. I don't really like one in particular. Just anything. It's, I'm a mood guy. If yeah. I'm in a, a in a certain mood, then I want this kind of music. If I'm in this kind of mu- mood, I want that kind of music. But uh, there's just no rap on my playlist, I can tell you that. I can help, yeah. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> for my kids no thanks Uh, Um, i can't get into that never have uh, but what you you like my like 90s punk rock playlist you're down with that sometimes that's not rap well i know but i also have that playlist i've got i mean i like i said there's i like it all there's uh not anything that i don't like listening to other than the rap i won't listen to that stuff at all you'd like it if you'd listen no i don't listen to that stuff i don't understand it but just don't uh, listen to the lyrics too closely. I'm just like I said. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a one genre guy. I like everything. Uh, it's a. Mo- I'm a mood. I'm. I'm a mood music player be- because Sarah will tell you guys that uh, probably for the first two hours going down the road after a race after after a big race weekend or something on the way home the radio doesn't even play for a couple hours. It's dead silence. And I just process everything. Uh, in my brain, and I just do it better with quiet. She goes to sleep anyway. She don't care. It doesn't even matter anymore. We got the beef. I just kick back and take a nap. But uh, you, And then she'll always tell you she knows when I'm starting to get a little tired because I'll start playing music. Well, and not only playing music, it's like karaoke hour well, why because not? you sing. Ain't nobody in there but me. And, and you me. have your headphones in a lot of times, so you're singing, so I can't hear the music. All I hear is your singing. I'm pretty good, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> okay, Slick Rick. Thanks so much for the question. Uh, We appreciate it. I have my question of the week. I typed up this question. I typed up this podcast thing prior to this weekend. So just keep that in mind. What would your warning label say if every person was required to have one? What do you you, (laughs) What? You re- you typed this up before this past weekend, so yes. you had this prepped. No, this had yeah. I had this saved a on my computer. Label. If you had to have a warning label, what would it be? Um, spicy. No, I don't. Know. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, caution. A warning. Caution. What? What's your warning? Crazy. Caution could break out in song at any time. Um, caution be sure and pick up your shit oh god yes caution this guy is a neat freak and he doesn't like messes there you go that'd be my caution sign there you go 
Oh, you're so threatening. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, we have beef chronicles we could touch on. Oh my God. What's, what's the problem this time? Oh, actually this started with me because we were at I-70 on Saturday. I actually made it there for Friday night. Whole other story there. Saturday. Um, well, go ahead and let's let, tell them what happened there. Some drunk oh, ran into you. Well, okay. So Friday night I get there in time for the A feature, pull up, go up toward like the front gate. I have no clue where I'm going. Drive over there, and I'm like, oh, I need to go to the back gate. Turn around, start driving toward the back gate. Well, the traffic got backed up, headed toward the Before back. Before the feature? Yes. People were standing in the back of their vehicle watching. Like, it's the way it's set up, you gotcha. just have to be there. Okay. Anyhow, so I'm stuck in traffic waiting to get back to the pit gate, and this big, huge, lifted Ford truck decides to monster truck my car, and his, like, headlights were right in my window, and I don't know. I don't work well under pressure and panic because I didn't know what to do. He wouldn't stop pushing my car. I was honking, trying to get him to stop. People were screaming. Finally, I get away from him. Uh, I get out and I say a lot of really ugly things to him. And then he revved his truck like he was going to come toward me. So then I moved and he left. So it was a hit and run. It was a hit and run. You ever been in a hit and run before? No, and I'm sad because my car's new, and now it's got a big old ding in the door. Well, you should give them the, the description. Door. These people that listen may Hey, race fans, there's this guy that drives this rust-colored, really big, lifted, like, I-have-a-complex-looking truck that's got lots of lights on it. It's Ford. New? At I-70. Yeah, road? like a newer model. What the guy look like? He had, like, curly hair, older guy, a chick in the seat next to him. He had, like, a weird hat oh, he had a chick on. with him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were intoxicated. Or they're just assholes. That could be it. Hmm. Don't know. Anyhow, so now you're caught up on that. So anyway, the cops that are was looking Friday. For, you got the cops looking for? Yeah, they are. Did you get a stag number? No, but I told you I don't work well under pressure. I got a it was a very number. stressful evening, may I add. So, that was Friday. Beeb Chronicles. Saturday. See, I'm telling a story now, and it gets all over the place. Standing behind the bee watching the races, and there's this horrid, like, rotten egg smell, and I don't know what's going on. Some kind gentleman came to me and said, we think your batteries in your motorhome are going bad. And lo and behold, we had no power. The That's batteries... It. Took a shit. Took a shit on us, and so we had to go home without any... Do you think, since the, since the batteries smelled like rotten, rotten eggs, that maybe the batteries might have been eating them? Eating what? A rotten egg farts or something. Oh, my God. You're so freaking weird. I don't know. I didn't know that's what that smell was. I was pouring stuff down the drain thinking, like, what is going on? Checked the black tank. Well, uh, we batteries. So, long story short. Thanks Beave, to O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Beave Chronicles current fixing batteries. Stay tuned for what's next because it's always something. That would have been expensive. <laughs> Uh, on the road trip if we wouldn't have been home. Yeah, I probably would have. It would have been like an $800 battery instead of a $400 battery trip. Oh, well, guys, get a motorhome. It's fun. Yeah, we work on it. So weekly. fun. And we there's lost a, the stuff in the fridge, so we a, throw that out. It's a weekly project it's, because I am not going to let something go bad and not fix it. Well, it's a good thing you're in charge. Because if you don't fix it every week... You're going to be out millions of dollars to well, fix it. Well, then it's it. accumulative, so... We don't want that. Got to keep up with it. 
How about that yard that needs mowed? Uh, Whit, if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're late. <laughs> you're in trouble. We've had a lot of rain around here. Yeah, we have. I don't trying, think you could mow. I think if you're just you trying to, to get caught up. So okay, well, all that rambling. Do you have anything to add from this fun weekend of racing and such? No, I just uh, I want to, you know, I I was just trying to nip it in the butt. You know, pretty simple. Yeah, I would like to thank all of our fans and such for purchasing every t-shirt we had and then some. <laughs> We're working on those orders. We've got a bunch out today, going to get some more out tomorrow. We've got some t-shirts new, ordered that are on their way. The new t-shirts should land here by Friday. Okay, so we're, we haven't forgot about you. We're still working on it. I've got stuff posted on the website, waynejohnson2c.com. I did post the new wing panels this set of them I will bring to Eldora, and these are not ones I will ship. But the next set we will ship. And They're they off if, by like an inch, and it would cost way too much to ship them. So we're going to shrink them down a bit and then post them for ship. And if uh, you don't sell all of them at Eldora, I'll have them on the East Coast. So okay. at the Grove and Lincoln and those places. Okay, yeah, cool. So, so stop by. I don't even know what they cost. They're $25 a piece. Okay. They're a little bigger than the ones that everyone else has. Uh, in their t-shirt trailers by about an inch or two. And they're actually then, a little more rigid too, right? Uh, they're thicker. The other ones are a thinner metal. These are thicker. Um, but yeah, they're cool. Once I went and looked at all the t-shirt trailers and everyone had theirs out, and of course my son had me buy everybody's merchandise. That's um, the way it works. I think we need them. I, I like them. So got those listed. I'll quit rambling. Um Let's see. If you all have not done so, please go rate, review, and subscribe. You can share about the podcast on social media. And if you do that, let me know. I'll send you a sticker or a koozie. You just send me an email at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. Don't forget to visit the merch shop, waynejohnson2c.com. And you can always follow along our social media, Facebook and Instagram, Wayne Johnson Racing. And you can call the voicemail line, 405-362-0620, if you want to leave us a voicemail with a question of the week, comments, thoughts, you know, any of that. We'd be happy to play it on the podcast. You can also text that line, too, if you want to get a hold of us. That's all I've got. I think I've talked more of this podcast than any podcast we've had. I'm liking it. You did all the talking this time. I'm sure the people love to hear me talk. Well, all right, guys, till next week, keep your dukes up and keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks. <laughs>